0: So because of that unhealed truth, which is the past, I haven't healed the past, this is why jealousy is coming up for me around this fear that he's going to, she's going to try to steal him and he's going to leave me for her. Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Guy Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your. Orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it. Because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. (laughs) Now, strap in and enjoy the show welcome to another fabulous episode of my orgasmic life okay ready we're gonna get into uh it's not a very fun topic (laughs) jealousy dun 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 so today's episode is jealousy the ugly truth and um, before I get into this, I just wanna give a shout out to my audience who I love and adore. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your support. Also a reminder that we're, there's an extended version if for all of my Patreon peeps. And if you really want to watch me in action, you love listening to my voice, but you also would like to watch me, you can come visit Patreon to see uh, the video of today's episode. Okay. Let's get into our show today. Jealousy. So jealousy. So there's three emotions that are very similar to each other. We got jealousy, possessiveness, and envy. And both of them feel really icky. They're really intense. So jealousy is this like overwhelming feeling um, that causes typically a, a rage response, an angry response, a reaction response, and a feeling of righteous entitlement. Is often goes hand in hand with jealousy. <laughs> this is why people kill in a rage of jealousy. So jealousy, but now it's really important that jealousy is an the umbrella emotion. But underneath that emotion is the true emotions of fear, abandonment, worry, not being good enough, low self-esteem, insecurities, like underneath the jealousy is the truth. So this is the, the ugly truth is the jealousy presents itself as a, in a very aggressive way, typically to keep us safe and protected from the truth, which is underneath that. we'll talk and i'm going to talk about today i'm going to talk about why we're talking about jealousy because i have been experiencing it yes even i (laughs) the ethical slut who has all sorts of lovers and relationship dynamics and ethical and non-monogamous also, experience jealousy. And so I want to talk a little i'm gonna I'm gonna be honest about that experience because I think it's really important as an inspiration, but also as um, how do we navigate that? And it's important for that we own it, okay? So that's what we're gonna talk about today. We'll talk about green-eyed monster. <laughs> and it's called a green eye monster because you become a monster when you are feeling jealous. Guys, but remember that jealousy is just the umbrella it's the ugly truth underneath that we really want to look at now envy and possessiveness so envy also feels very similar to jealousy Um, jealousy typically happens uh, usually in like romantic relationships love relationships and envy can show up in not having a deep, deep connection with people um, that you covet or you envy somebody else, what they have, what they look like, what, um, how they move in the world. And it's like, you feel a lacking of that and you want what they have. And instead of being inspired about how, asking them how they got it, there's this anger. Again, it comes, presents itself very similar to jealousy in this righteous anger. Um, how dare you, and and feel entitled to be angry at that person, it is their fault, and again, underneath the ugly truth, (laughs) the ugly truth is underneath that, is that you're feeling your emotions, your thoughts, your experiences, your past traumas, your stuff, right, it's your shit, not, has anything to do with the other person, um, You know, they've gone through their journey to get to where they are, and, you know, if you weren't feeling uh, the underlining truth, the ugly truths underneath that, you would be happy for them, you'd be excited for them. You might even be curious and asking them how did they achieve that so that you could have it, and when we don't feel that, again, there's something going on underneath it, the ugly truth, and then possessiveness. So, possessiveness is like kind of like jealousy, uh, I would say, but it's more like mine. I don't want to share. I shouldn't have to share. I want it all. And I licked it. It's mine. I licked it. It's mine. <laughs> I, it, it's mine. I don't want to share it. And I shouldn't have to share it. And again, that is very similar. So, the feelings of jealousy, possessiveness, and envy. Often present simultaneously. Sometimes they're all happening at the same time. Okay. So I just want it so that we're on the same page. Now, why am I talking about this? Well, so recently, <laughs> here we go. Are you ready? Hold on to your hats. If <laughs> you have any, strap yourself in. Okay. So I have two really, right now, I have two really significant relationships that are happening in my life. Um, I have lots of, I have other relationships in my life as well, but these two in particular um, are really significant. So um, for everybody who isn't aware, um, both of these relationships have deep intimacy for me, and there's a, a power exchange component to it So there's BDSM in it. So I might talk a little bit about some of that power exchange pieces. I might um, in my definitions of things. So, but I'm not going to go deep into the BDSM aspect of this and just going to talk about my own stuff. Plus, I'm going to talk about some past trauma stuff so that you're aware of that. Um, So there's content warning. And again, I always come with content warning. (laughs) Good, bad, and the ugly. (laughs) All right. So. The two significant relationships in my life right now is my relationship with uh, Master, which is so I dominate the world, and then I have one order overlord to make sure that I don't take over and conquer the world. <laughs> He's my master, and I live with him, and it's a full time relationship, and and it's a, a very very powerful, very important relationship. He's been a part of my life for 27 years, and it's very deep level of connection and intimacy and love and all sorts of beautiful things okay so i'm very much in love with him and then recently since november i have been uh i have a little submissive i call her slut puppy and slut puppy i love and adore and as i'm building this relationship with slut puppy um i you know i'm loving and caring and there's this deep connection and there's this deep intimacy that's happening So now I have two people in my life who are really, really, really important to me and and I have a lot of intimacy and a lot of connection and a lot of love. So it's not just like banging, right? So these emotions that are being brought up are being fueled by my fears of love and intimacy and loss. So, so far I've kept... Master and Slut Puppy separate from each other, and uh, last couple weeks weekends ago, um, Slut Puppy came over for a sleepover, and when she was over for a sleepover, M- Master lives here. It's his house, so he he and Slut Puppy were, I was having all these feelings leading up to us, having all these feelings of fear and jealousy and insecurities and worries about, you know, what if Slap Puppy tries to steal him? And what if he likes her better than me? And, and so I was having all these thoughts and all these feelings about, you know, she's better behaved than I guess, You know, you can just imagine me as a submissive, not very well behaved. Not at all. It's part of my charm, actually. Now, my submissive is very well-behaved because I've trained her very well and I expect her to be well-behaved. And there's a lot of similarities of our personalities. So I was you know, terrified that he was going to like her more. He, she is easy. She's cooperative. She's well-behaved. She's orgasmic. She's beautiful. Like all the reasons that I like her. <laughs> so why wouldn't he like her? And all week long, I tried to do all of the things that I know to do, which is like, okay, that's my shit. What's really going on? Where am I feeling the insecurities? What's going, you know, what's the piece? And the piece was feeling part of me. So I thought this was the piece, um, was that I was feeling bad about maybe not being a very well-behaved pet, not being very well-behaved submissive. And feeling bad about that and that maybe he would want somebody that was more better behaved. So I had wonderful conversations. We talked about it. So I wasn't crazy. Well, I wasn't crazier in my behavior. (laughs) We talked about it. And he, you know, again, he's like, uh, I've invested 27 years in you. I'm not planning on replacing you with anybody. And uh, and then I you know worked around the fact that it would be okay even if he did like her why wouldn't he like her of course he would like her I like her what's there not to like about her but that didn't solve it there was still a lot of anxiety a lot of stress a lot of uh, nervousness a lot of worry there was still this feeling in my stomach in my gut that you know like what if she tries to steal him. And so as I was telling her, you know, we were getting spending time together and I was sharing with her about, you know, some of my experiences and relationships and women, I shared with her a story that happened years ago with some, again, some, this is the first time i and it's really fascinating. I just want to take a pause for a second. It's very fascinating how the human brain, when they get hurt, when you get hurt, the human heart and the human brain, when you get hurt that you will do everything in your power to avoid creating the scenario where you may have to look at it (laughs) so 27 like 20 years ago no I wouldn't say about yeah about 19 years ago or so um I had a relationship um, where I had my best friend who I loved and adored and she was beautiful and amazing. And I had my partner who I loved and adored at that time and they betrayed me. And in that betrayal of non-consent and a whole bunch of stuff happened, um, it was heartbreaking. And so it then made it so that I I've lived the rest of my relationships, preventing that from ever that dynamic forever happening. This is the first time where it's a similar, similar, not the same, because they're not the same people. I'm not the same people, but a similar possibility. So because of that unhealed truth, which is the past, I haven't healed the past. This is why jealousy is coming up for me around this fear that he's going to, she's going to try to steal him and he's going to leave me for her because of the past that I hadn't healed. And so I did some healing. And so I thought that solved it, but then I had to go deeper to get to the source of it and what i found at the source of it source of it comes from my childhood it doesn't actually come from my relationship that particular traumatic experience that relationship traumatic experience it actually comes from my childhood and so i needed to heal at the source of it why somebody who was supposed to love and adore me and take care of me was jealous of envious of possessive of me And tried and did try to take and did take things away from me on a regular basis, and so until I could heal that piece, there's no way the truth, the real truth. So that's the ugly truth. Until I could look at the core of it, and it was because of that belief that that's what love looked like for me in my childhood, because that's what that love looked like as as a child. What that did was is that I then chose people to be in my life that would show me love the same way because that's how that works whatever we grow up with is what in our relationship dynamics is what the relationship dynamics of what we create in our lives until we do some healing and rewiring and course correcting so I'm going to take a moment here to pause talking about course correction So I talk about this. So I went to the truth, I found the truth, and I course corrected. And there was a lot of steps to that. And those steps are skills of what I do for people. So here's a loving invite. invite If you're like resonating with my conversation today is please reach out to me for coaching and we can get to the root of how possessiveness, jealousy, insecurities, whatever's going on with you, whether it's in within your relationship with yourself or your relationships with others, how we can heal that and heal it at the core. Because there's no point in putting a Band-Aid on it because the Band-Aid only kind of slaps it like there's things you can do to ignore jealousy, you can suppress jealousy, you can be busy, you can be distracted, you can do all this stuff, you can even justify. There's lots of ways in which you can justify. There's like another wonderful way in which often, like I talked earlier about how we can avoid what that painful thing is by creating, avoiding it altogether, um, which is what I've done for many, many years is choosing sometimes and often monogamy is chosen to prevent feeling jealous. But the thing is, is that, and I did this really great episode that you might wanna check out. It's called episode, uh, the, the, it's 106, episode 106, jealousy and monogamy. And uh, sometimes we choose monogamy, even though monogamy isn't who we really are or conscious monogamy isn't truly who we are because we're trying to avoid feeling jealous or envious or possessive. The thing is, is that it doesn't change. You still feel those things. (laughs) Whether or not. So this is the thing. We can try to avoid it as long as we want, but eventually it'll show itself up. So what I have found in my experience in life is that sometimes it's better to just rip off the Band-Aid and go to the source of it. And... Knowing all of those things and doing all the things that I did made it so that I didn't get angry. I didn't act in a you know crazy manner. I didn't get into a fight with my, destroy my relationships. None of them feel responsible or obligated to make it better for me because it's not their responsibility. I'm not asking them to change who they are. I'm not asking them to not like each other. I'm not asking any of those things because it's not, my space to ask them those things that's not the role it's my shit it's my issue and so we will spend as from a jealous perspective that's another way in which we avoid that is that we feel that feeling of entitlement or righteousness of like you did this you did this and you're doing this and I need you to stop doing that and the minute that you start with, you did, you did, you did, and you need to not <laughs> do, is the minute that you are hiding the truth, you are not looking at the truth, which is underneath that. What is underneath that? Is it fear of abandonment? Okay, so if it's fear of abandonment, who who really abandoned you in the first place? That's where you need to go to. You need to go to the source of it or you will spend your whole entire life avoiding connection, avoiding relationships, ruining relationships, brewing intimacy, uh, blaming other people, um, ending up in very toxic relationships um, because you're terrified of somebody leaving you but here's the thing the real person whoever the first person that abandoned you that's the wound that's the that's the piece that needs to be healed reclaimed um, course corrected l- loved uh reparented there's many many ways to get to the source of it and you want to make sure that you find somebody that you can professionally work with that can help you with that piece that's one of my areas of expertise. So you can find me at guyamorissette.com. Um, you can go to all the different, you can go to my, you know, sexual wellness. If you want to look at it from that perspective, you want to look at the healing at the core of what's causing the problem. You can go to the, my healing site. Um, you know, do go, go to the realm that best suits you. Okay. And again, it's GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, so jealousy, it feels horrible. (laughs) It makes us behave in so many unsexy ways. But I really want to leave you with, this is what I want to leave you with, is that you don't have to feel jealous Because jealousy is just the indicator. It's a good indicator. There's something else underneath that is ready to be looked at, is ready to be healed, that you are ready to let go of and be free of. Because non-consensual, non-power exchange, non-BDSM ownership and possessiveness of another human being is not consensual and is not okay and not healthy. Just like somebody shouldn't own you. From that perspective. Okay. So, all right, the extended version. All right. I'm going to share in the extended version um little more details of that toxic relationship situation that ended up happening that I thought was the core and that I've avoided completely. So that's that's the secret. That's the juicy secret I'm gonna share details of that in the extended version so you can get the extended version at uh becoming a member of patreon i hope you enjoyed you know today's episode and remember we want your feedback have a juicy day and may it be filled with clarity and honesty and bravery bye I really wonder what's in the extended version. (laughs) Well, find out at Patreon. Come join my Patreon for not only the extended version of this episode, but also bonus content, behind the scenes, all sorts of juicy, juicy stuff. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is My Orgasmic Life Podcast. Where you can leave feedback and comments. Also, come join me on Facebook at My Orgasmic Life Podcast Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you? What did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? <laughs> um, you know, I want I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur, so I want to know what. How am I affecting you? So please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option. We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at Gaiamorissette.com. <sighs> Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.